Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. I am your host, Black Ice, and we have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful lesson for you this evening. It is called Stolen Identity, the true identity of the African American and the sons and daughters of the transatlantic slave trade. Again, brothers and sisters, today's lesson is Stolen Identity, the true identity of the African American and the sons and daughters of the transatlantic slave trade. So that's what we're going to deal with today, brothers and sisters. Um, And we're going to deal with this according to the Bible. And um, this is Black History Month in America. Um, So we are going to deal with this thing based on Scripture, brothers and sisters. And um, I am excited about tonight's lesson. We've done this lesson um, several times before, but not in this way. So we're going to introduce some information um, tonight that we haven't brought forth in a while or in a long time. And so we want you guys to hold on to your seats as we read this book called the Bible, and um, we bring forth this information, brothers and sisters. So I am happy, excited, elated. And all those wonderful things, brothers and sisters, about tonight's Bible lesson. So please go get your Bibles, your pen, your paper, and uh, bring those things along with an open mind. And uh, let's get ready to hear what the Bible says, uh, which is the voice of the Lord, brothers and sisters. All right? So let's go live on our Facebook Live. We're going live in 10 Nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, and one. And if you're tuning in, you can also tune in on Facebook Live. And we're live. Good evening, good evening, good evening, Facebook Live. Good evening, brothers and sisters. And for those who are out there, If you want to see this lesson um, without the introduction that we normally do on Facebook Live, then just go ahead and scroll 10 minutes into the lesson, and that is about the time we um, get everybody on, and we are doing our welcome and all those beautiful things. So first, what we want you guys to do who are out there, we want you guys to tell us what city or state that you're tuning in from. Again, what city and state are you tuning in from, brothers and sisters? That's what we want you guys to do. All right? Mm -hmm. So let us know what city and state that you are tuning in from. And we want to welcome you. We want to say thank you. We want to say that we appreciate you. 
for tuning in. God bless each and every one of you all who are tuning in. Welcome, 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 brothers and sisters. We definitely want to say welcome to each and every one of you who are out there tonight, brothers and sisters. Tonight's Bible lesson, we are dealing with our black history, our black history portion of our lesson. We do this every February because here in America, this is considered as Black History Month. For those who are out there, please let us know where you are watching from. We have Atlanta in the building. For those who are out there, please let us know. Type it in the comment section where you are tuning in from and where you are watching from, brothers and sisters. We want to know where you are tuning in from. We want to know where you are watching from. And again, we are excited to have you here with us. We got Houston, Texas in the house. We got Chicago in the house. We got Calumet City, Illinois. We got G Rivers, Atlanta in the building, brothers and sisters. Keep that thing going. This ministry has really grown. I want to thank our sister, Sister Patricia, Sister Minister, Sister Patricia Maxwell, I believe it's Maxwell's the last name. Correct me if I'm wrong, sister, for tuning in. Tonight she invited me out to speak at an event that she had um, this past Sabbath day, and um, I appreciate you for trusting me with your platform. We got Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania in the building. Peace fam, Crystal, let us know where you are tuning in from. We got Jackson, Mississippi in the house. Uh, let me see where you guys are tuning in from, where you guys are calling from calling or, or talk. We got Raleigh, North Carolina in the building. This is beautiful, brothers and sisters. Again, we started this nine years ago, Brother Julius and myself. Uh, we got Baton Rouge. We got, uh, what's that, Barnwell, um, South Carolina in the building. We thank you, brothers and sisters. We want to welcome you. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. And um, we are getting our views up. We ask that all of you all who are on right now, do me one favor. Share this live feed one time, at least one time. Of course, we want you to share more than one time, but we ask that you guys at least share the live feed one time, brothers and sisters. And we thank you. We want you to invite people. Again, this is Biblical Black History. This is Black History Month. We got Mississippi in the building. Mississippi, what's is that FB? What's FB? Let us know what FB is. Uh, brothers and sisters, again, we thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. And our subject matter and our lesson today is stolen identity, the true identity of the so-called African-American and the sons and daughters of the transatlantic slave trade. You say, well, black eyes, what does that have to do with the Bible? It has a lot to do with the Bible because, again, brothers and sisters, once you know who you are and whose you are, then you can understand why we are in the condition that we are today. You can understand that once you understand who you really are. And we're going to break everything down on tonight's show. We're going to break it all down, brothers and sisters, so when you leave this show without a shadow of a doubt, you're going to know who you are, the true identity of the so-called African-American, the sons and daughters of the transatlantic slave trade, and how your identity has been 
stolen, brothers and sisters. I am sharing this live feed and all the Bible groups that I belong to, and I'm going to ask you again to do the same thing that we're doing on this show tonight. Start your watch parties and do all those things, brothers and sisters, to help us get this word out. I'm going to post this. I'm trying to figure out a way. I thought it was a way where I could start a watch party uh, from the live feed also as well. So we're going to get started. It is 7.39. We got one more minute. We're going to get started in one more minute. And uh, let's go ahead and get this show rocking. Uh, let me see. Who else we got? We got Colfax, Louisiana. Did I miss anybody? Uh, let us know where you are tuning in from. We got Mississippi. We got Atlanta. We got Louisiana. We got North Carolina, South Carolina. Uh, we got Baton Rouge. We got um, people from all over the country tuning in to tonight's show. And we're going to ask you all again, brothers and sisters, to let us know where you're tuning in from. We're also going to ask that you share this live feed. Now, for those who are familiar with um, the struggle in this country that we've endured as African-Americans, brothers and sisters. I want you guys to look at this shirt right here. These are just some of the freedom fighters that have come along during our sojourn here in America. And let me lift this up a little bit. If you can recognize some of the black leaders on this shirt, but brothers and sisters, as many black leaders that have come, the reason why we're still in the condition that we are today, because no man put us in this condition, brothers and sisters. It was God himself that put us in the condition that we are in, and that was due to our father's disobedience, brothers and sisters. So again, we appreciate those who have come and fought for freedom and justice and equality. We appreciate those, but brothers and sisters, at the end of the day, we got to get ourselves together because it is all on us, brothers and sisters. So I'm going to stand up, face the east, and we're going to go ahead and pray and get right into our lesson, which is stolen identity, the true identity of the so-called African American and the sons and daughters of the transatlantic slave trade. Let's go ahead and pray, brothers and sisters, so we can start this show. Father God, we thank you allowing us to come before you once again, Father God, with your truth on this platform, the truth hour, Father God. We ask that you bless everyone who's watching. If it's anyone who's dealing with a sickness or disease, Father God, we ask that you cover them, Father God, and heal them 100%. And if it be your will otherwise, Father God, then your will be done, Father God. We ask that you comfort us with your word, those of us who are going through losses in our families, Father God, and dealing with tragedies in our lives. We ask that you cover us and comfort us with your word, Father God. Open up and increase our understanding in your word, Father God. We know that, according to your word, that none of us whom you sent to your Son, Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that no matter what happens, he shall not lose one of us, as it says in your word in the book of John, the sixth chapter. We ask that you bless this lesson tonight on the Bible Show Truth Hour. We ask that those who have an ear, let them hear. And we ask that everyone be edified so that you may be glorified. We ask these things in your Son, Jesus Yeshua name. Amen. 
All right, brothers and sisters, it is time to get this lesson rolling. And together, we're going to go ahead and open up our YouTube feed, brothers and sisters. We're going to go ahead right now and start our YouTube feed and get right into today's lesson, which is identity theft, the true identity of the African-American, the so-called African-American, and the sons and daughters of the transatlantic slave trade. All right, YouTube, we're going live in five, four, three. Peace and blessings out there, YouTube. Peace and blessings. All right, let's go ahead and do something a little bit different here. We got the video. Let me see, video selfie. Right. We got something going on that's a little bit different. Let me make sure that I got the right thing going on. And for those who are watching, we are starting, brothers and sisters. We should be ready and up and going in one moment. Let me see, video. Okay, wide focus. Video. Right, so with that being said, I'm going to have to use the other device, God bless this technology um, that we have. Let me put this on airplane mode. Make sure nobody calls while we are live to interrupt this live feed. And let's go ahead and get ready to go live on YouTube. I'm going to go ahead and switch this thing around. Okay. And we're getting ready to go live. Right. Yeah. All right, Sister Key Israel, are we ready? We always have problems with our YouTube getting out. Getting our YouTube connected, brothers and sisters. Give me one moment, brothers and sisters, to get this YouTube connection up and running. I think that we are ready now. YouTube and five. The live focus video. There we go. Peace and blessings, YouTube. Um, welcome to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. I'm your host, Black Ice, and you're on with another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour. We're dealing with tonight, brothers and sisters, stolen identity. Stolen identity, the true identity of the African-American and the sons and daughters of the slave trade. <laughs> Let's go, y'all. A little bit of technical difficulty, but we are ready. Now, according to the word of God, Israel is the only nation of people that God ever established a relationship with. That's why as a people, we 
the so-called African-American, which are really Israelites, suffer the most. Again, I put it out there already, but could it be that we, the so-called African-American and the sons and daughters of the transatlantic slave trade, are the true Israelites of the Bible? Let's go ahead first to the book of Amos, the third chapter. Amos, the third chapter, and we're going to restart off with verses 1 and 2. Amos, the third chapter, and we're going to start off first with verses 1 and 2. And first we got to establish God's unique relationship with the children of Israel. This is going to be a very important piece of information as it relates to tonight's lesson, stolen identity, the true identity of the so-called African-American, and the sons and daughters of the transatlantic slave trade. Amos, the third chapter, let's start at verses 1 and 2. It says, Hear this word that the Lord has spoken against you, O children of Israel, against the whole family which I brought up from the land of Egypt, saying, You only have I known of all the families of the earth. Therefore, I will punish you, for all your iniquities. Brothers and sisters, what is it about Israel to God that is different from any other nation that exists on the face of this planet Earth? That God said because of our sins, he's going to deal with us much differently than he dealt with any other nation on this earth. And we go through hell every day, brothers and sisters. Let's go ahead and move on, and let's go ahead to Genesis, the third chapter. Now, I want to start this lesson in the beginning, in the third chapter of Genesis, when there became a shift in God's creation. Here we find our first death, our first sin committed, and our first lie being told in God's creation, brothers and sisters. So let's go to Genesis, the third chapter, and we're going to start this at verses 1 through 13. Genesis, the third chapter, and we're going to start this off at verses 1 through 13. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yeah, have God um, said, You shall not eat of every tree, of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat of it, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. So here we have the woman being asked what God told her and her husband. Well, actually, he told her husband, and her husband told it to her. And the woman knew exactly what the Lord said because she repeated it to the serpent. But let's see what happened. And the serpent said unto the woman, you shall not surely die. That's the first lie told in the Bible, brothers and sisters, at Genesis 3 and 4. For God does know that in the day you eat thereof, your eyes shall be opened. That was true. And you shall be as gods. That was true. Knowing good and evil. That was true. But you notice how when someone tells a lie, it has to contain some of the truth in it in order for it to be convincing. 
and believable? Verse 6, And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof, which was the knowledge that the serpent or Satan or the devil was giving to her. She took of the fruit thereof and did eat and gave also unto the, her husband with her, and he did eat. Oh, now both of them have disobeyed God. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God all amongst the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where are you? And he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Not what told you. It wasn't a snake. Satan is called a snake, brothers and sisters. The devil is called a serpent. He said, who told you? That's the personal pronoun. Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten of the tree where I commanded thee that thou should not eat? And the man said, the woman whom you gave me to be with me, she, she gave me of the tree and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the woman, what is this that you've done? And the woman said, the serpent beguiled me. And I did eat. Brothers and sisters, this is your first sin. Devil told the first lie. And let's see, because of what happened, what God was forced to do. And we're going to stay in the same chapter, Genesis 3, read verses 16 and 17. And it reads, Unto the woman he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. Wait a minute. When they were first created, brothers and sisters, there was no difference placed between the male and the female. They were both one. They were both called Adam. But now because of the punishment here, the Lord is given man dominion over woman, male dominion over female. That was part of her punishment. It says here, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over you. Verse 17, and unto Adam he said, because you listen unto the voice of your wife, and have eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, you should not eat of it, curses the ground for your sake. In sorrow shall you eat of it all the days of your life. Let's go down to verses 21 through 24. And it says, unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothe them. Wait a minute. Adam and Eve committed the first sin. Satan told the first lie. But the Lord God did the first killing in God's creation. What did he kill, brothers and sisters? Let's read it again. And unto Adam also, to his wife, did the Lord God make coats of skin. Because of sin, death entered into God's creation. And because of sin, brothers and sisters, 
Blood had to be shed. And what was the blood that was shed? It was the blood of an animal. And God used the skin from the animal to make coats for Adam and Eve, private parts, brothers and sisters. I'm going to read that again. And unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothe them. And the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become as one of us to know good and evil. Isn't that what Satan told them? And take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out the man and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. This is why we can't live forever. Because God separated himself from man. If God wouldn't have separated himself from us, then we could have took hold of the tree of life and learned how to live forever. But the Lord said, I'm not going to let you live forever and sin forever. I'm only, only going to give you a certain amount of time to be on this earth to commit your sin. And then I'm going to remove you from this earth. And you got to stay in your grave. And wait there until your change comes. Brothers and sisters, we got our first lie. We got our first sin. And we got our first death all in the book of Genesis, the third chapter. Now, let's keep moving on. Let's go to Genesis, the fifth chapter. Now, some of you all may say, well, Black Eyes, why are you placing the blame on Adam? Again, Adam represents both. Man and woman, until sin committed and there was a separation, brothers and sisters, uh, that God placed between the male and the female. At one point, did you know that both Adam and Eve were called Adam? That she didn't have an individual name outside of being called Adam? Let's read Genesis 5, verses 1 and 2. Genesis 5, verses 1 and 2. For those who just tuned in, we thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. Our subject today is stolen identity, the true identity of the so-called African-American and the sons and daughters of the transatlantic slave trade. Genesis 5 verses 1 and 2. This is the book of the generations of Adam. And the day that God created man in the likeness of God made he him. Male and female created he them and blessed them and called their name Adam in the day when they were created. And this is why when you get married, brothers and uh, um, sisters, when you get married, your last name becomes the last name of your husband. Now you are called Mrs. Jones. He is your Covering brothers and sisters. And when you get married, most of the time they say, ladies and gentlemen, for the first time, let us introduce you to Mr. and Mrs. Brian Thompson. Well, doesn't she have a name? It's just showing you, brothers and sisters, of the covering that we are supposed to have. 
over our wives and the women, brothers and sisters. Well, when the covering was removed, Eve was left vulnerable. Another lesson for another time, I could talk about the hair covering that the Lord commands women to wear when they're praying or prophesying, but the hair covering in the book of Corinthians also represents her covering, brothers and sisters, that she should have to pre- prevent her mind from being attacked by Satan and his angels, his fallen angels. <clears throat> another lesson for another time, but let's go ahead and continue with our lesson, brothers and sisters. Stolen identity. Let's pick this up at Genesis, the fourth chapter, verses 1 through 6. Genesis, the fourth chapter, verses 1 through 6. And it reads, And Adam knew Eve, his wife. Didn't mean that he just met her, but the word knew in the Bible means had sex with. And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain. And said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she gave, and she again bare his brother Abel. And Abel was a keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. And in process of time, well, hold on, wait a minute. We don't know how much time has passed. And in process of time, was it 100 years? Was it 80 years? Was it 50 years, brothers and sisters? We know that time had passed. We know Adam and Eve had more children, brothers and sisters, after Cain and Abel. So we don't know how much time had passed. It just says at verse 3, and that's a key piece of evidence to our lesson. And in process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the ground and offering unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstlings of his flock and of the fat thereof, and the Lord had respect for Abel and to his offering. But unto Cain and to his offering, he had no respect. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. He was angry. It showed all over his face. You know when you frown up in the face? And the Lord said unto Cain, Why are you angry? And why has your countenance fallen? Brothers and sisters, here is the set up for the first committed murder in the Bible. So we're going to keep this thing going on. We're going to go down now, brothers and sisters, to verses 16 and 17. Verses 16 and 17. Cain killed or Abel. You know the story. Now the Lord is about to remove Cain from the presence with Adam and Eve and the eventual other children. I'm sorry, instead of going to 16, let's start at verse 14. Um, It says, Behold, thou hast driven me out this day, this is Cain talking, from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid, and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth. And it shall come to pass that everyone that find me shall slay me or kill me. Now, some of you all, well, wait a minute. Why is Cain talking like this if there's nobody here but Adam and Eve left? Remember that word in process of time. Adam and Eve did have more children, brothers and sisters. But Cain is saying that you're moving me from the face uh, of the earth. Anybody that finds me shall kill me. 
Let's go on. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whosoever slayeth Cain, vision shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any, lest any finding him should kill him. And Cain went out of, from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod on the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife. Wait a minute. Did it say that Cain found a wife? No, brothers and sisters. It said that Cain knew his wife. Remember at the top of this, uh, of, of chapter 5, and it said, and Adam knew his wife Eve? Didn't say he found a wife. It just said, and Cain knew his wife. Well, where did his wife come from? It came from among one of the female members of his family. Remember, it says, in the process of time. In process of time, they had more children, brothers and sisters. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived, and bare Enoch. And he built a city and called the name of the city after the name of his son, Enoch. Well, brothers and sisters, we want to show you something to set up the lesson. We know that we are giving you a long foundation here. But in order to understand this thing, brothers and sisters, we got to understand at this point that the only people that lived before the flood were the seed of Cain and the seed of Adam and his third son, Seth. Again, the seed of Cain and the seed of Adam's third son, Seth. Only two different people before the flood. Now let's go to where we're about to get to the flood, brothers and sisters, Genesis, the sixth chapter. Turn your Bible to Genesis, the sixth chapter. Now we're about to see the mixing of Adam and Seth's seed with Cain's seed, and the Lord was very displeased with that. Genesis, the sixth chapter, we're going to start this off at verse 1. Genesis 6, verse 1, and it says, And it came to pass when men began to multiply on the face of the earth, and daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God, these were the men from Adam and Seth and the men and their family, the sons of God saw the daughters of men. Who were the daughters of men? The daughters and the female members of Cain's seed, brothers and sisters. So now we got the sons of Adam and Seth, and then we got the daughters of Cain. That the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair, and they took them wives of all they chose. And the Lord said, My spirit shall not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh. Yet his days shall be 120 years old. That's why we know today that no one on this earth can live past 120 years old. So you see people in China, people in Africa, they are 110 years old. Some are 111, or they say the oldest person on the earth. No one's going to live past 120 years old, brothers and sisters, because the Lord just said it right here in Genesis, the sixth chapter, verse 3. His day shall be 120 years old. Genesis 6 and 4. There were giants in the earth in those days. Wait a minute. Somebody came and said that angels slept with earthly women, and because of they sleeping with earthly women, they had giant babies born. That's not what this says, and this is where they get it from. 
I'll read it again. There were giants in the earth in those days, and they were just tall people. And also after that, that the sons of God came into the daughters of men, and they bare children to them, the same became mighty men. It didn't say that they became giants. It says, after the sons of God slept with the daughters of men, and they bore children, the same became mighty men, which were of old men of renown. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Don't that sound like the mind of men today, that every thought is just evil continually? This is why Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be at the coming of the Son of Man. We're right back at that time. Verse 6, Genesis 6 and 6. And it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. Imagine the same one that created you saying that I regret the day that I ever took a piece of dirt and shaped it and molded and breathed into it and made like I regretted the day that I did that because of the evil that you have done. But, at verse 8, I'm sorry, verse 7, And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth, both man and beast, and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repented me that I have made them. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. Now, some people saying, well, we're not under the law no more. We're under grace because Jesus died for our sins. Grace didn't just pop up after Jesus died for the sins of man, brothers and sisters. We see grace all the way here in the book of Genesis. Grace have always been here, brothers and sisters, from the time that man sinned on up to today, brothers and sisters. Let us continue. It says, these are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and a perfect in his generation, and Noah walked with God. And Noah begat three sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, corrupt, for all flesh had corrupted its way upon the earth. And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me, but the earth is filled with violence through, through them. And behold, I will destroy them with, with the earth. Make thee an ark of gopher wood. Rooms shall thou make in the ark, and shall pitch it with, with and without pitch. So, brothers and sisters, verse 22. Thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him, so he did. Now we're getting there, family. The true identity of Africans, so-called African Americans, Stolen identity and the identity of the sons and daughters of the transatlantic slave trade. Welcome to Black History Month, brothers and sisters. Let's go to Genesis, the 10th chapter. Now, if you are alive today, you come out of one of the three sons of Noah. This is after the flood, brothers and sisters. 
It says, now these are the generations of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, and unto them were sons born after the flood. Let's deal with one son. That's it for right now. Please pay close attention. Let's deal with Japheth first. The sons of Japheth, Gomar and Magog and Madai and Javan and Tubal and Meshish and Taurus, Genesis 2 and 3, 10 and 3. And the sons of Gomar, Ashkenaz and Raphai and Togomar. And the sons of Javan, Elishish and Tarshish and Kittim and Dodanim. By these were the isles of the Gentiles. Wait a minute. So you mean to tell me that the Gentiles only come out of one of the three sons of Noah? According to what we just read, if you are a Gentile, you are a seed of Japheth. And who is Japheth today, brothers and sisters? Japheth is the European that come off the continent of Europe. That includes everybody from your Romans to your Greeks to your Russians and everybody off of that continent, your Caucasians or your Europeans, brothers and sisters. If you are Caucasian, European, then you are a Gentile according to this fifth verse in the Bible. It says, by these were the isles of the Gentiles divided in their lands, everyone after his tongue, after his families and their nations. Well, what if you are African? You're not a Gentile. Well, what if you are an Arab? You are not a Gentile. I know that there's a catchphrase that says Jew or Gentile, as if if you're not one, you are another. No, brothers and sisters. According to this book, only if you are a seed of Japheth, the progenitor of the Caucasian or European nations, you are a Gentile. But wait a minute. Let's go to the Africans now, brother, or the so-called Africans today. And the sons of Ham, Cush, Mizraim, and Put, and Canaan. And first is going to go through the sons of Cush, which is where we got the great mighty hunter Nimrod from, the one who builded a city, Tower of Babel, and all that great stuff. And then we have the sons of Mizraim, which is Egypt today, brothers and sisters. Then the sons of Put and the sons of Canaan. We know they're not Gentiles because they don't come from Japheth. But we're interested in also the seed of Shem. But while we're here at Ham, let's go to the Zondervan Bible Dictionary, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the Zondervan Bible Dictionary while we are at Ham, because again, we were called Negroes in the 60s. Let's see if the Negro is a descendant of Ham. We know we're not descendants of Shem because we're not Caucasian of European, but we know that Africans are black. We know that the sons of Ham are black, and we know that we are black. We know that we are called African American. But are we truly African? Are we truly seeds of Ham? Is the Negro over here in America truly seeds of Ham? Well, let's go and read it, brothers and sisters. Let's go to the Zondervan Bible Dictionary. Zondervan 
Bible dictionary, and let's look up the definition of ham, brothers and sisters. Zondervan Bible Dictionary, and let's look up the definition of ham. So we're in the Zondervan Bible Dictionary, and this right here is the definition of ham. It says, ham, the youngest son of Noah, born probably about 96 years before the flood, and one of the eight persons to live through the flood, he became the progenitor of the dark races, not the Negroes. Whoa, wait a minute. If we not from Japheth, and, and, and if we not from Ham, then there only leaves one son left. And that son is Shem, brothers and sisters. But let me finish reading. The youngest son of Noah, born probably about 96 years before the flood, one of the eight persons to live through the flood, he became the progenitor of the dark races, not the Negroes, but the Egyptians, the Ethiopians, the Libyans, and Canaanites. Wait a minute. We're not Gentiles because we didn't come through Japheth. We're not Africans because Ham is not the progenitor of the Negroes. Well, now, brothers and sisters, that only leaves one son left, and that son is Shem, brothers and sisters. So now let's go down to Genesis, the 10th chapter, verses 31, and, well, let's start with 21 first. And unto Shem also, the father of the children of Eber, the brother of Japheth, the elder, even to him were children born. Now let's go down to verses 31 and 32. Genesis 10, 31 and 32. These are the sons of Shem after their families and their nations. I'm sorry, after their families and their tongues and their lands and after their nations. These are the families of the sons of Noah after their generations and their nations. And by these were the nations divided in the earth after the flood. So now we know. That on this side of the flood, you got to be a Shemite, a Hamite, or a descendant of Japheth. But we're talking about the true identity of the African American and the sons and daughters of the transatlantic slave trade. We're talking about the Negroes, brothers and sisters. We're not descendants of Ham, nor are we descendants of Shem. I mean, I'm sorry, Japheth. It only leaves one son, Shem. So let's investigate Shem. A little bit more, brothers and sisters. Now, since you know that we came from the lineage of Shem, let's investigate Shem a little bit more. The confu Turn your Bibles to the book of Genesis, the 25th chapter. The confusion comes in when the twin boys, Jacob and Esau, were born. When the name Esau, Edom, and Israel is first introduced into the Bible, that is where our research becomes deeper, brothers and sisters. Now, we already showed that, again, we're not Hamites or we are not descendants from Japheth. We're not Gentiles. So, again, we can only come from one other um, son, and that's the son, Shem. Genesis 25, verses 20 through 34. Genesis 25, verses 20 through 34. 
Turn your Bibles, Genesis 25, verses 20 through 34. And it reads, And Isaac was 40 years old when he took Rebekah to wife, and the daughter of uh, Bethel, the Syrian of Pananaran, the sister of Laban and Syrian. And Isaac entreated the Lord for his wife, because she was barren, and the Lord was entreated of him, and Rebekah his wife conceived. And the children struggled together within her, and he said, If it be so, why am I thus? And she went to inquire of the Lord. And the Lord said unto her, Two nations are in thy womb, and two manner of people shall be separated from thy bowels. And the one people shall be stronger than the other people, and the elder shall serve the younger. Wait a minute. We're getting deeper. Abraham, remember, his first son was Ishmael. Ishmael became the progenitor of the Arab nations, brothers and sisters. But the promise came through Isaac. Isaac had twin sons, Jacob and Esau. So now we have the twins. Rebecca's being told that she got two nations in her womb. They're going to struggle against one another. One nation shall be stronger than the other nation, but the older shall serve the younger. This is the Lord speaking. And when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, behold, there were twins in her womb. And the first came out red all over like a hairy garment. And they called his name Esau. And after that came his brother out, and his hand took hold on Esau's heel, and his name was called Jacob. And Isaac was threescore years old when she bare them, so Isaac was 60 when he had the twins, brothers and sisters. But remember, Esau came out first, but the Lord had already prophesied that the elder shall serve the younger. And the boys grew, and Esau was a cunning hunter, a man of the field, and Jacob was a plain man dwelling in tents. And Isaac loved Esau because he did eat of the venison, but Rebekah loved Jacob. And Jacob sawed pottage, and Esau came from the field, and he was faint. And Esau said to Jacob, Feed me, I pray thee, with that same red pottage, For I am faint. Therefore was his name called Edom. So Esau's name also was called Edom. There is a nation today, brothers and sisters, that exists on this earth today that are called Edomites. Let's continue, brothers and sisters. And Jacob said, sell me this day your birthright. And Esau said, behold, I am at the point to die. And what profit shall this birthright do to me? And Jacob said, Swear to me this day. And he swore unto him and sold his birthright unto Jacob. Now, see, some people say that Jacob was a trickster and, and Jacob tricked them out of his birthright. Remember, the Lord already prophesied that the elder, which was Esau or Edom, was going to serve the younger, which was Jacob, whose name eventually is going to be changed to Israel. 
Then Jacob gave Esau bread and pottage of lentils, and he did eat and drink and rose up and went his way. Thus Esau despised his birthright. So Esau didn't even care about his birthright. It wasn't important to him that he was the firstborn, and normally the covenant goes through the firstborn. Let's go ahead and pick this up because it's getting real interesting, brothers and sisters. Israel does not exist yet as a name on this earth. It's just Jacob so far. But in order for us to know that we are a part of the Israelite family, first we got to get to the existence of Israel as a name in the first place. Let's go to Genesis, the 27th chapter, verses 1 through 7. Genesis 27 Verses 1 through 7, and it reads, And it came to pass that when Isaac was old and his eyes were dim so that he could not see, he called Esau his eldest son and said unto him, My son. And he said unto him, Behold, here am I. And he said, Behold, now I am old. I know not the day of my death. Now therefore take, I pray thee, thy weapons, thy quiver, and thy bow, and go out into the field and take me some vince, and, and um, take me some vincent, and make me savory meat such as I love, and bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless thee before I die. And Rebekah heard when Isaac spoke to Esau his son, and Esau went to the field to hunt for vincent and to bring it. And Rebekah spake unto Jacob, her son, saying, Behold, I heard your father speak unto Esau, your brother, saying, Bring me vincent, and make me savory meat, that I may eat and bless thee before the Lord, before I die, before my death. Now therefore, my son, this is Rebekah talking to Jacob, Now therefore, my son, obey my voice according to that which I command thee. So, Rebecca, already knowing what the Lord had prophesied to her concerning her two sons, is now going to try to take it into her own hands to make the Lord's prophecy come to pass. Genesis 27 and 8, uh, 27 and 9. Go now to the flock and fetch me from thence two good kids of the goats, and I will make them savory meat for your father, such as he loves. And you shall bring it to your father that he may eat and that he may bless thee before his death. And Jacob said to Rebekah his mother, Behold, Esau my brother is a hairy man, and I am a smooth man. My father peradventure will feel me, and I shall seem to him as a deceiver. And I shall bring, and, and I shall bring a curse upon me and not a blessing. And his mother said unto him, Upon me be thy curse, my son. Only obey my voice, and go fetch me them. And he went and fetched and brought them to his mother. And his mother made savory meat such as his father loved. And Rebekah took got good, good, goodly raiment of her eldest son Esau, which were with her in the house, and put them upon Jacob, her younger son, and she put the skins of the kids of goats upon his hands and upon his smooth, the smooth of his neck. And she gave the savory meat and the bread which she had prepared into the hand of her son Jacob. And he came unto his father and said, My father. And he said, Here am I. Who art thou, my son? And Jacob said unto his father, I am Esau, thy firstborn. 
I have done according to thou as thou badest me. Arise, I pray thee, sit and eat of my venison, that thy soul may bless me. And Isaac said unto his son, How is it that thou hast found it so quickly, my son? And he said, Because the Lord thy God brought it to me. And Isaac said unto Jacob, Come near, I pray thee, that I may feel thee, son, my son, whether thou be my very son Esau or not. And Jacob went near <clears throat> unto Isaac his father, and he felt him and said, The voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are the hands of Esau. And, his discern, and he discerned him not, because his hands were, were hairy, and his brother's Esau hands, so he blessed him. And he said, Art thou my very son Esau? And he said, I am. And he said, Bring it near to me, and I will eat of my son Vincent, that my soul may be blessed. And he brought it near to him, and he did eat, and he brought him wine, and he, and he drank. And his father Isaac said unto him, Come near now, and kiss me, my son. And he came near and kissed him, and he smelled the smell of his raiment, and blessed him, and said, See, the smell of my son is as the smell of the field which the Lord has blessed. Brothers and sisters, this is a lot of information, but you've got to know where the name Israel came from, the series of events that took place, the fact that the Lord was already going to place Israel or Jacob above Esau. He was already going to do it. I don't necessarily agree with the mother and what the son actually did, brothers and sisters, but at the end of the day, the Lord's word has to come to pass. So continue at verse 30. Or verse 29, it says, Let the people serve thee, and nations bow down to thee. Be Lord over thy brethren, brethren and let, the, let thy mother's sons bow down to thee. Curse be everyone that cursed thee, and bless be that bless thee. And it came to pass that soon as Isaac had made an end blessing Jacob, and Jacob was yet scarce, going out from the presence of Isaac, his father, that Esau, his brother, came in from his hunting. Now, Esau, at this time, was angry because he found out that his father had blessed his younger brother, although the firstborn normally gets the blessing and the covenant. But again, the Lord had already spoken to Rebekah, saying, that the younger, or that the elder should serve the younger. Now, brothers and sisters, let me, um, uh, someone asked, did we read 28? Let me go back and read it, just in case. It says, therefore God give thee the dew of heaven. That was important, Caleb. Thank you so much. Therefore God give thee the dew of heaven and the fatness of the earth and plenty of corn and wine, brothers and sisters. This is very deep as it relates to our lesson today because we went all the way from Cain and Seth. They both had children. They began to intermarry with one another. God did not want the seed of Adam and Seth mixing with the seed of Cain. He did not want that. That's why it said the sons of God saw the daughters of men. The sons of Adam and Seth saw the daughters of Cain. God became displeased. Evil was all over the earth. Violence was all over the earth. 
God caused it to flood. The four males that came out of the flood was Noah and then Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Now, we just read that the progenitor of the Europeans or Caucasians was Japheth. They are the Gentiles. The seeds of Ham are your African nations. But what about the Negroes? It said that although we are dark and black, we didn't come through the seed of Ham. So we know now we come through the seed of Shem, but now we are going through that lineage of Shem. Now we are about to get, brothers and sisters, to the arising of Israel. The blessing now is upon Jacob. Jacob's name has not been changed yet, brothers and sisters. But now let's go to the introduction of Israel as a name. Let's go to the book of Genesis, the 32nd chapter, verses 1 and 2. Genesis, the 32nd chapter, verses 1 and 2, the name Israel did not exist before this. Abraham was not an Israelite. Abraham was a Hebrew. Abraham had Isaac and Jacob. Jacob's name was changed to Israel. And so those of us who live today, this is why we call ourselves Hebrew Israelites. Israelites through Jacob. Hebrew through his grandfather, Abraham. We are also Shemites or Semitic people, brothers and sisters. But let's continue reading. Genesis, the 32nd chapter, and Jacob went on his way, and the angels of God met him. And when Jacob saw them, he said, this is God's host. And he called the name of the place Mahanaim. And, and Jacob sent messengers before him to Esau, his brother, unto the land of Seir, the county of Edom. And he commanded them, saying, Thus shall you speak unto my lord Esau. Thy servant Jacob saith, Thus I have sojourned with Laban, and stayed there until now. And I have oxen and asses, flocks and manservants and womenservants, and I have sent to tell my lord that I may find grace in his sight. Remember, Esau was very upset with Jacob. Let's find out what happened. And the messengers returned to Jacob, saying, We came to thy brother Esau, and also he come up to meet thee, and four hundred men with him. Then Jacob was greatly afraid and distressed, and he divided the people that was with him, and the flocks and herds, and the camels into two bands, and said, If Esau come to the one company and kill it, then the other company which is left shall escape. He knew that Esau was coming to kill him. All because of what happened with his father and the blessing, brothers and sisters. But he got the blessing now. The words of the Lord that the Lord spoke to his mother, Rebecca, came to pass. Now, let's go to the introduction of Israel. Let's go down to verses 24 through 28, Genesis 32, 24 through 28, and it reads, And Jacob was left alone, and there, and there wrestled a man with him until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. 
And he said, let me go for thee, for the daybreaker. And he said, I will not let thee go except thou bless me. Jacob had something with blessings, brothers and sisters. He wanted to be blessed by his father. Now again, he wanted to be blessed by this angel. Verse 27, and he said unto him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. And the angel said, and he said, thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince thou hast power with God and with men, and hast prevailed. So now Jacob's name is changed to Israel, brothers and sisters. Now we got, um, uh, uh, brothers and sisters, this is so deep. Let's review where we are at so far, brothers and sisters. We know the so-called African-American, again, is a Shemite. And we know that we came through the lineage of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We also know that the name Esau or Edom is now introduced into the world to Isaac's twin sons, Esau and Jacob. We also know that before Jacob, the name Israel did not exist. Brothers and sisters, mm, it's been said that the Lord doesn't hate it's been said that the Lord loves everybody. But according to the Bible, is this true? What does the Lord say in the book of Malachi? Turn your Bibles to the book of Malachi, the first chapter. What does the Lord say in the book of Malachi about Esau? Let's go read it. The book of Malachi, the first chapter, verses 1 through 4. The book of Malachi, the first chapter, verses 1 through four. Malachi, the first chapter, verses one through four. That's the last book of the Old Testament, brothers and sisters. And it reads, the burden of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. I have loved you. Remember, this is to Israel. I have loved you, saith the Lord. Yet you say, Wherein hast thou loved us? Was not Esau Jacob's brother, saith the Lord? Yet I loved Jacob, and I hated Esau, and laid his mountains and his heritage waste for the dragons of the wilderness. Brothers and sisters, the Lord said, I loved Jacob, which was Israel, and I hated Esau. That was deep, brothers and sisters. Remember, that conflict started in the womb of the mother, Rebecca. That's, the, brothers and sisters, the Lord will create. The Lord will create a people to serve a purpose. He will create an individual to serve a purpose. What was Esau's purpose and what was Israel's purpose, brothers and sisters. Let's read one last verse, verse 4. Whereas Edom saith, we are impoverished, but we will return and build the desolate places. But thus saith the Lord of hosts, 
They shall build. You can build all you want, Esau, but I'm, I will throw them down. And they shall call them the border of wickedness and the people against whom the Lord have indignation forever. The Lord is forever going to feel the way he feels about Edom and Esau. But we're going to tell you why next week, brothers and sisters. We're going to tell you what happened between Edom and Israel. We're going to tell you what happened with Israel and the fall of Israel, brothers and sisters. This is biblical black history. This is the true identity of the African American. Who's calling themselves Israel today? And where is Esau today? Where is Edom today? Why don't we hear the name Edom anymore? Why don't we hear the name Esau anymore, brothers and sisters? Did the people disappear from the face of the planet Earth? Or are they calling themselves by a whole nother name today, brothers and sisters? We're going to get that answer next week when we deal with the true identity of the so-called African American and the sons and daughters of the transatlantic slave trade Stolen identity, identity theft, brothers and sisters. We thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour here on POET Radio. This is part one of part four. Again, this is part one of part four. Brothers and sisters, I don't know if in your houses of worship that you have gone through the story of Jacob and Esau, and that whole lineage and the blessing and the birthright and the wrestling with the angel and how he said, bless me, I'll let you go. And the Lord's prophecy of the blessing that would be of the younger son and how the elder son would serve the younger son. Brothers and sisters, this is just the beginning. Please tune in next week. As we go through this Bible and listen to what thus saith the Lord, these things are very important because in order for you to know who you are and whose you are, and the fact that, yes, we're named after two continents, Africa and America, but we're neither Italian nor Roman. Africa is a Roman name given to that continent by the Romans. America is an Italian name, named after Amerigo Vespucci. You are neither Italian nor Roman, brothers and sisters. But let's continue our journey to find out during this Black History Month who we really are and why we are in the condition that that we're in and why we've been through the things that we've been through. Thank you so much for tuning in to another edition of the Bible Show Truth Hour. For those who are on YouTube, please go to your Facebook pages and like our Facebook group page, the Truth Hour Bible Show. And for those who are on Facebook, go to our YouTube channel and like our YouTube channel and subscribe to it, Truth Hour TV. And if you would like to be added to our text message invite reminder list, then text your name in the keywords truth hour 
312-719-7310. Again, 312-719-7310. And send us your name and the word Truth Hour. And we will add you to our text message invite reminder list. That means before we go live on air, that you will get a text message letting you know what the lesson is going to be about that particular night and the way to contact with us to call in or tune in. I just uploaded the number in the thread, brothers and sisters. I love you all. Peace and blessings, YouTube. Until next week. And as far as our Facebook family, let's go ahead, face the east, pray this thing out, and again, next week, we're going to start, brothers and sisters, with the 12 sons of Jacob, the 12 sons, the 12 tribes of Israel, and how those 12 tribes led to the transatlantic slave trade. Let's go ahead and pray out, brothers and sisters. Father God, we thank you for allowing us to come before you once again, Father God, with an amazing Bible lesson, stolen identity, the true identity of the so-called African American and the sons and daughters of the transatlantic slave trade. We pray that those that watched and listened and heard were edified, and we pray that you were glorified, Father God. Make us know who we are, Father God, so that we may come in compliance to your statutes, your laws, and your commandments, Father God. Help soften our hearts, Father God. Know that we must keep your statutes, laws, and your commandments so that we may not sin, Father God. We ask that you heal anyone who's dealing with any ailments, Father God. We ask that you bless them. We ask that you cover all of us. We ask that you give us a spirit of forgiveness, Father God, so that we may let go of things that we've been harboring in our spirit so that we may receive the blessings that you have for us, Father God. We ask and pray all of these things through your son, Jesus, Yeshua, the Christ name. Amen. Thank you so much again, brothers and sisters. You guys stayed on with us throughout the lesson. Please let us know what you thought. Leave it in the comment section as to what you thought about tonight's show. I love you, and I thank you for supporting this ministry. Continue to share this Bible class, and we're looking for more members to be a part of our online ministry, Truth Hour. So if you're interested in being part of our online ministry, the Truth Hour, then we are looking for more members to help us get this word out to invite people to the live feed, to share it, to be a part of our research committee. So if you're interested in that, then leave your information in the comment section, and we will reach out to you separate from, this, uh, from, from the comments in this live thread and help us build this thing, man. Help us grow this thing. Help us get this word out. All right? Peace and blessings, everybody. Good night. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? 
they're also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino's home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.